one of the things we ought to recognize is that we are the spoken word. Mm. Meaning, because God spoke us into being, he created Adam, but the breath that he breathed into Adam, but we were spoken into. So therefore, I being God's spoken word, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God. Therefore, I was in the area of being spoken as the word and the word became flesh. Yes. So what I become reveals what I look into the mirror and see. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hey, I'm Listening. I'm your host, Dr. Joan, and I'm so excited to be with you this week. I think you had come up before and talked about the mirror image. Yes. People could really understand the purpose of the mirror. They would understand the purpose of God. Right. Right. Because you would see God in the mirror. I love that. I wasn't going to ask this question, but Mm. I want to ask it now. And so I am just wondering, I am just wondering about something. As you said, the mirror, right? And we think about the mirror image of God. We think about the person that we are eventually to become. Mm -hmm. But there's also these transitions. One of the things I always say to my clients as I take them through a forgiveness process is this. You can never lie to yourself when you look in a mirror, right? Mm -hmm. Like the truth is always right there in front of you. Mm -hmm. And if you do a forgiveness in front of the mirror, what you are doing is you are taking kind of like the blinders off that prevents you from seeing that I am, that being that you should be. And even if it's just for a split moment, you see this purified version of yourself, this version of you that desires to love, right? And so what are your thoughts then in terms of how do we get people to start thinking about the mirror and that image and that this human journey is really supposed to be a remembering process, a purification process, and a coming to a place of returning to that purified, most humble, most loving, most kind, most welcoming version of ourselves. One of the things we ought to recognize is that we are the spoken word, Mm. meaning Because God spoke us into being. He created Adam, but the breath that he breathed into Adam, but we were spoken into. So therefore, I being God's spoken word, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God. Therefore, I was in the area of being spoken as the word, and the word became flesh. Yes. So what I become reveals what I look into the mirror and see. Yes. So if I look into the mirror and I see failure, then that's what I am at this season. Not, yes. not forever. That not, not the truth of who you are, because out of me must come the express image, the image of who God is. So if I am looking in the mirror and I'm not seeing God's image, then I have to go back in and pull the God that is in me out so it be revealed in the mirror of who I am. Wow. This is where we as God's leaders and, and yes. those that are calling people out of darkness into light is because that 
we are shining that light. So therefore they're going to see the light of God coming into us. And then we are also mirrors for one another, right? So one of the things that, you know, is commonly known now is that we are energetic beings. It's not something we can argue about anymore, Christians. You know, this is something that is known scientifically now and Christians only believe something when science says it's true now. But that what you think of yourself is then what you emit out energetically but also what you emit out energetically brings in the people that reflect what you are right now. So if we are to think about this human experience and this journey that we are on, then we have to presume that each of us is helping the other to transform into the most beautiful version of ourselves. That means, well, you can take it from there, but as you Think about that. As you think about that, even as a counselor and as you know, a motivator and somebody who is encountering people and helping to elevate them, you know, what are your thoughts about the meeting and then the transformation that happens after that meeting? Well, the human experience, it doesn't profit us anything, right? The human experience is just showing us that whatever we are at this present moment, yes, and we pray, we are just praying it in the same manner of expansion. Yes. But if we pray in the manner of being, then we become that, that what we are praying because we know the truth. Yes. You know, of what we are. But if we're praying in a failure or in a poverty mentality, what do we get? Expanded poverty, expanded sickness, expanded loneliness, things like that. So again, if we declare that I am health, Mm-hmm. And I am praying from a point where I align myself with health because the I am is health. Yes. Right? So yes. again, that's what we do when we talk about the mirror image is aligning one with what he is and what we are called to be. So I am blessed. Yes. I align myself with, with him blessed. who is, is blessed. That's right. Right. So again, if we operate from a negative consciousness, then we're only going to get negative results. And it's going to go on in the terms of suffering, right? Why don't we get taught this stuff in Sunday school? Why are children not taught from a very young age this? Because there are not many leaders that have this consciousness. Mm -hmm. Because again, we go back to the point of what they were taught right? And what their traditions is and what their culture is and then dealing with their beliefs. So in in order to convert a mind, you know, again, I teach these things, but again, I I have people that will come in that never heard this and it's like reprogramming the brain (laughs) and and trying to reprogram the brain is like an elastic band. They pull it and you stretch it, but the day they let it go, it goes back to the original form that they had. That's right. You're continuously trying to stretch, cause that wheel to be turning over and over. Some receive and may change, but some just like the familiarity you know and 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 the other day I taught on the the seven separations of Abraham you know the things that Abraham had to separate himself come away from thy country come away from thy thy parents come out of Egypt come out of the area of thinking what wealth is come away from the area of Isaac come away from Ishmael 
coming yes. away, separating. And this is the thing that I guess leaders don't know how to lead people to come away because they themselves have not come away. Come away. So you can't lead, if, if you can't lead down that road, if you haven't walked that road yourself. Exactly. Right? And so exactly. make perfect sense. So you describe yourself not only as a pastor, but you call yourself a prophet. So yes. tell me, when did you know that you were a prophet? And what does that look like in the everyday? It was prophesied to me, but I think as age six, I would say, I started declaring things in a, in a sense. I remember being in Trinidad and picking up. I was in Trinidad. My father was here in Canada. And I used to just point to an airplane and said, you know, my daddy is sending one of those for me. Yeah. And believe me, in, in within five years, yes. you know, that happened. It manifested itself. And yes. I remember going through some things in my life and I heard the Lord said to me, whatever you have spoken, you see it always comes to pass, mm. you know. So, but becoming a prophet by call is what was my calling. Yes. But in order, just like how Jesus, you had to be trained, you had to be things. So I did go to the schools of the prophet. I did spend much time amongst prophets and, and they and learn yes. the proper protocol, learn the language, learn the language of the spirit, learning different areas. Because, you know, there are many people that because they could give a word of knowledge, they call themselves a prophet. But there's a difference of those that are called the prophet, which operates in the office than those that just will get a word of knowledge and, and call themselves a prophet. Yes. Yes. You know, again, with me, I have seen many, many successes in the area of what God has spoken has come to pass. And again, it's because it's my everyday life is always about what God is speaking, what God is saying, what he's doing, you know. And sometimes people don't want to be around you because they know what you are called and they always feel that you're searching them out. And it's like, I, that's further from the truth for me, you know, because sometimes you wish you could just turn off. Yeah, sometimes you wish you could just turn that off a little bit, you know, but when you're called. <laughs> that's what happens, you know, in the yeah. grocery store, by the meat section, all those, you know, get a word from somebody and it's like, they look at you and, you know, I just right. get the word and I walk off. I don't want to <laughs> have conversation with you. This is what it's saying. And that's it. You know? Right. I'm just doing my job, right? I'm just, I'm just delivering a message. That's right. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the right. messenger. 